Yoma Perek Zayin Gimel to Perek Chet Bet Mishnah Gimel. After reading the Sefer in the Bigdeh Laban, now he has to switch to Bigdeh Zahab. And so he washes his hands and feet with the holy waters, removes the Bigdeh Laban, goes to Mikveh, comes out, dries himself, puts on the Bigdeh Zahab, washes his hands and feet in the holy waters again. And now that he has the Bigdeh Zahab, at some point during this time, he has to bring two unique korbanot of Kippur, korbanot Ola, two aisles, his aisle and the aisle of the Am. But there are still nine korbanot, Musaf, that are for Kippur that we have not yet discussed. And there's a mahlokit, the Bili is, and then the Biyakiba, when these nine korbanot are brought. The nine korbanot are the seven Kivasim, korbanot Ola. Uh, the Par Hitson Kurban Ola and the Seir Hitson Kurban Hatat. When are these nine Kurbanot brought? Rabbi Ezir holds that because these nine are written in Bamidbar, which is after Vayikra, so they should be brought at the end. And therefore he holds that they are brought when he wears Bigdeh Zahav for the third time at the end of the day before the Tamid shall be. Ha'arbaim, he brings these nine korbanot. Rabbi Akiba disagrees. Rabbi Akiba says eight out of the nine, the seven kivasim and the par ola, are brought in the beginning of the day, in the morning, the first time that he's wearing Bigdeh Zahab, after the ola tamid shal Because the pasuk says, regarding these nine korbanot, millebad ola tabokir. So bring it at that point. But one out of the nine, the Seir Hatat on the Mizbeah HaHison, that has to be postponed, Rabbi Akiba holds, until the second time he wears Bigdeh Zahab. Why? Because that has to go after the Seir LaHashem Hatat of the Kodesh Kodashim. Because it says about this Seir Hison, it says, Millebat Hatat Kipurim. So that means it has to go after Hatat Kipurim. So this Seir Hison has to go the second time he wears the Bigdeh Zahab before he brings. His Isle and the Isle of the Am, what we discussed before. Mishnah Dalit, once he's finished doing his rim, the people's rim, and whatever else needs to be done with the Big Day Zahab, uh, burning the innards of his pod and the Sa'ir the Hashem, now he has to put on the Big Day Laban. So he does the washing with the holy waters, the dipping in the mikveh, putting on the Big Day Laban, washing his hands and feet in the holy waters again. And why does he have to now wear Bigdeh Laban? Just for one purpose, to enter the Kodesh Kodeshim and remove the spoon and the pen. Right after he does that, he has to go back to Bigdeh Zahav to, to finish off the Avodah of the day, to do the Korban Tamid Shal Ben Harbaim and other things. So he switches to Bigdeh Zahav with the protocol of washing his hands and feet and the Mikveh. And now that he has the Bigdeh Zahav, this is the final stage of the day. He does the Qurban Tabit Shel Ben Ha'arbaim, of course, and in addition, he brings the daily Ketorit of Ben Ha'arbaim. And he lights the menorah. And now he has completed the Abodah of Kippur. He washes his hands and feet with the holy waters, removes the Big Day Zahav, and they bring him his regular clothing. And they escort him to his house. And he makes a Yom Tov for his friends for surviving the Abodah in the Kodesh Kodashim. Mishnah here, 
the Kohen Gadol, whenever he serves in the temple, he must wear all eight begadim, except on the two times on Kippur where he only wears the four white begadim. A regular Kohen, all year long, he must wear the four regular Bigdeh Kohen, which are the ketonet, which is the tunic, the mechnasayim, which are the trousers, the mesnefet, which is the turban, and the abnet, which is the belt. The Kohen Gadol has four additional garments, the hoshin, which is the breastplate, the ephod, which is the apron, which has the shoulder straps, the me'il, which is the robe, and the sis, which is the golden uh, head plate. The Kohen Gadol, not only when he serves, must he wear the eight begadim, but also if someone consults the Uri Metumim, he, the Kohen Gadol has to wear the eight begadim. And only three individuals are allowed to consult the Uri Metumim. The king, uh, someone that the Sibur needs, and the Sanhedrin Hagadol. Perek Het Aleph, on Yom Kippur, there are five categories of Isud, eating and drinking, bathing, anointing, wearing leather shoes, and marital relations. And Bartenura says, we learn this from the five times that it says either the word ve'initem or the word te'anu in the Torah. But only the first category, eating and drinking, is hayav karit. Now, do we make exceptions on the other four? Rebili Ezer holds that we make certain exceptions. The king or a bride, they're allowed to wash their face. A bride meaning the first 30 days after her wedding. According to the Bili Ezid, they're allowed. A lady that gave birth is allowed to wear leather shoes. The hachamim forbid in these exceptions, but halacha is like the Bili Ezid. Mishnah Bet, the size of food to be hayab is the size of a large species of date that grows in Israel, counting the, the flesh of the date and the pit of the date. That's the size to be hayab by eating, because that's meyashev da'ato, and now he's not me'uneh. As far as uh, drinking is concerned, the size is a cheeksful, and it goes by the individual's cheek, because that amount of liquid is meyashev da'ato. Now, even if a person has less than these amounts, he's still forbidding an Isur Minat Torah, but he's not Hayat Malkut or Karet because he didn't have the Shi'ud. The Mishnah concludes all types of food combine to get to the Shi'ud of a date, and all types of liquids combine to get to the, to the Shi'ud of Melo Lugmav. But food and drink do not combine to make the guy Hayat.